0: everyone welcome to episode two of nap time brought to you by your host heidi uh in this episode we will continue the second part to last week's episode explaining my pregnancy um and my experience finding out that i was pregnant the same day that i was giving birth um to continue where i had left off so at this point um the doctor was coming in to uh let me know uh what she had found or what did ob um the ob that came down had found um when they did the ultrasound so um to kind of backtrack a little bit to help me even remember because all of this was just so um shocking to me that sometimes i'm like wow i forgot this little detail that happened during that time or you know, even, like, now, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier this week, and um, she was, like, asking me um, things, and I'm like, listen, thinking back now, um, I, I wouldn't say that I saw, like, signs of pregnancy, but I can definitely say um, that, like, I just kind of, no- like, some things I kind of, I wouldn't say that I noticed, but actually helped me realize like yeah I definitely was pregnant like I experienced heartburn or I experienced like cravings or I was um eating more than like I would have and all of it like um made me feel well not all of it but like the the eating more um constantly like made me feel guilty for myself or just made me feel like fat and unhealthy because I've always been like I said this gym rat And then all of a sudden, like, I'm just gaining all of this weight just rapidly. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I've never gained weight like this unless I was on birth control. Um, So it was just, like, just strange to me that I was gaining weight so fast. And then, like, I did experience, you know, cravings and stuff. And I remember this one time I was telling her, you know, I ate an entire, like, box of pizza. And then, like, I just felt so disgusting afterwards and, and, like just so upset with myself and i just wanted to like go to the gym for like three hours that day like it's just i wish i would have um known in a sense because i wouldn't have like beat myself up so much like i feel like my entire pregnancy i was constantly upset because i just felt disgusting because i felt that like i didn't get a chance to embrace my pregnancy you know what i mean like i didn't get a chance to like have the maternity shoe, or have the baby shower you know I'm grateful that I have a healthy baby um that I have like the support from my family from like his dad's side of the family like I'm grateful for all of that but it's just like small things that I wish I was able to embrace you know like I was so insecure about taking pictures that I don't even have pictures of like when I was pregnant all I have is the one picture that I took in the emergency room hospital when they asked me to take um an another urine sample for some other tests that they were running after I had found out that, um, you know, I was pregnant and stuff. So I like went to the bathroom and I was like, let me take my phone with me so I at least I can get, you know, two pictures. And if I don't have any pictures of my belly, this will be it. And I'm so glad that I kind of thought about that at that moment, even in the midst of like everything that was going on, because it really helped me out, um... You know to just have those memories to even like show jeremiah as he gets older just to look back at but um yeah so uh to backtrack like i was saying uh the doctor um like the first doctor that had came in you know she was like let's just let's just um do an ultrasound You know, before we give you any medications for the cramps, just because of, like, you know, the way your belly is, like, as you're laying down, Um, the way I'm seeing, like, that your pain is coming and going um every couple of minutes like it's just giving me a lot of signs and i'm so grateful that she went with her instinct and instead of just immediately giving me medications um like any you know doctor would do because they want you to get out of here because like why are you in the emergency room with cramps when somebody could literally be coming in because they're dying or whatever the case is um you know, so she went ahead and she had did that. Um, she had told me, like, I see a mask, but, like, the equipment for the ER is not as good. So let's call OB to come down, um, you know, with, with their equipment. So the guy had came down, he did the ultrasound and like, you know, I looked at him and I'm like, all right, um, you know, what is it? You know, can you tell me? And he just looks at me and like, you can tell it was just like a concern in his face. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like she said a mask. And now like he's got this concerning look. And he immediately tells me like, oh, you know, I'm going to have your doctor come in and, and talk to you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like now I'm thinking, you know, is it cancer? What is it? Um. You know, like I'm just getting nervous. Like I'm shaking. I'm dealing with these contractions at the same time. Like I'm just so nervous. I'm getting like chills down my body. So he walks out five minutes later um the supervisor for the doctors that were in the emergency room that day came in and I'm like what is going on she was like hi I'm such and such I'm the supervisor um that she asks me the same questions that the first doctor had asked me you know when's the last time that you had you know your menstrual cycle um when's the last time that you took a pregnancy test when's the last time that you had you know any intercourse all of that stuff that like the first doctor had like talked to um I had like responded to all those questions to in the beginning I'm like I thought she would have you know but anyways like ask the same questions again um Whatever, why are you asking me these? I'm like thinking this in my head. I'm like, why are you asking me these questions again? When I just answered these when I first came in, like they should be in the system. But um, I'm like answering the question, she's like, Yeah, well, um, yeah, you're currently pregnant. Um, based off like the system, it looks like based off like the ultrasound, it looks like you're a little over six months um but we can't tell exactly um how far along are you there isn't healthy like heart rate but um it looks like you're in active labor so we gotta get you upstairs i immediately lost it let me tell you like i just started crying i didn't know what to do she's telling me to calm down to breathe because i'm dealing with like the contractions at the same time and now i'm crying i'm like oh my gosh, like, I wasn't prepared to be a mom, but now, you know, I'm, like, shocked because, like, what? I'm a mom, like, I I just, I'm, well, not that I'm, I'm about to be a mom, like, I have a baby growing inside of me, but when she had said, like, I'm a little over six months, in the back of my mind, even though I'm feeling, like, this rush of emotions, like, excitement, but also, like, I'm concerned, I'm worried from, like, everything that was just going on in my life, aside from the fact that, like, I just found out, like, I'm pregnant, um, I ended up like like in the back of my mind I'm thinking, you know, well, I still in my eyes like I was like I still have some time to kind of like prepare for this stuff um because you know, I still uh I still have a few a few weeks, at least a few months um since I'm only a little over like 6 months as as you as uh the doctor had told me. So I um I get like she's like she calms me down she's she's like you know just breathe like we don't want to we don't want to accelerate like you know your heart rate or the babies um like we got to get you upstairs we got to get you checked see what's going on see how far along you really are when she said that i'm like but you said i'm like a little over six months she's like yeah but that's based on the equipment here and because like you're having contractions you can be ready to like have this baby today like we have no clue but we have to get you upstairs as soon as possible so she's like let me call it in have ob come down get you up there as soon as possible if you would like place a phone call now um you know to the child's father and just let him know what's going on if you want him to come now or if you want to wait until you know exactly like what's going on um the choice is yours so um she walks out and I had like called um Jeremiah's dad and I like told him and I'm thinking this man is gonna like help me calm down because I'm like oh my gosh, like, what is going on? Like, I'm like, j- just got done crying my eyes out. Even after she had like walked out, I cried again. And I just like prayed and asked God, you know, to just help me in this situation because I didn't know what else to do. Like, and I just said it like, God, you have managed to have me carry this child this entire time um, without me knowing, with, that, with me just living my lifestyle as regular as ever, working out, going to work. Um hanging out with friends doing doing everything that I would just do as like a regular person that was not carrying a child or anything, so if you have protected this child this entire time, like just continue to take control, just help me to like just bring bring peace into me just uh like i i just need i just want I, I just need help to calm down because right now I don't know like everything is just in my mind <clears throat> like I felt like a mother instinct just quickly snap in. And it wasn't more of like oh because like I'm gonna wanna see my baby and see it was more of like I don't have a crib, I don't have any diapers, I don't have any wipes, I don't have any clothes, I don't have I don't even have a car. See how am I supposed to get my baby home? Like all of these things like in a mom aspect of like the safety of your child and all of the necessities that your child needs. It was just going through my mind and I'm like there's like a list going in my mind of all of the things that I don't have. But mind you, I had nothing at all. Like I had no clue I was having a baby, so I had nothing like So, um, I'm like telling him this and he's just quiet on the phone. Like this man had nothing to say. Like, and of course, you know, I get it. Like he's, he's just as shocked as I was, but I'm like, can you say a hello? Can you say a, you know, I'm coming? Like, he's just mute. He did not know what to say. And like, you know, I get it. I caught you off guard, middle of your shift. You know, you just having a handy dandy day at work. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, like somebody calls you and tells you, like, yo, you having a baby? Like, of course, you're going to be quiet. You're going to be mute. But, like, I'm, like, I need help here, guy. Like, I'm calling you because I need more support. Like, I don't know what to do. So I get off the phone with him. Excuse me. Let me have a sip of my coffee. But, yeah, like, I get off the phone with him. And I immediately um, had called my pastor. And the reason I chose to call my pastor was because that Sunday, so this is Thursday, that Sunday she had told me um, something. And it stuck with me that day because I thought back to it and I'm like, yo, was she confirming this? And I was so blind to not look at it and like not understand it or not even like accept it or embrace it like she had specifically told me she was like children are a blessing from god um and then she had told me she was like uh she said something like in a sense of like you you look kind of pregnant and i just laughed and i was like i'm fat i've been trying to work out with your daughter as much as i can like we are going to the gym you know, three, four, five times a week. We'd be in there. We started off in there an hour. Then it went from an hour and a half to two hours. Like, we were going in. I'm seeing the weight shred out for your daughter. Like, if it's water, she's looking great. She's looking amazing. And then there's me, where I feel like I'm gaining weight instead of losing it. Um, and I had told her, like, you know, I'm changing my eating habits little by little. Like, I'm doing more fruits and vegetables. Like, I'm fasting more. Um, Just the, figuring out ways to, like, help myself. You know, and like, I was, I did like, I was fasting more because I was, in a sense, trying to find peace in everything, um, you know, trying to build my relationship with God. It wasn't because I wanted to like, lose weight. I was, like I had just told her like, you know, I've even been fasting, not in a sense of losing weight, but trying to like, pursue a stronger relationship with God. But of course, when you're fasting, you're still burning calories and stuff like that. Like, you're still doing, um, like, it's still helping your body you know, you're feeding your spirit, but you're also helping your body as well, um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel healthier, like, I'm changing my eating habits, I'm working out, I don't feel healthier, but I'm like, you know, I didn't think of it as me being pregnant, she was like, oh, you just look it, but, um, she was just saying, like, you know, just, just keep, keep, working strong because i can see it in your face that you're like losing the weight and stuff but in in, you know in your stomach area you just don't see it as much and i'm like oh my gosh like wow but i brushed it off like i didn't think of pregnancy at all because hello like i haven't i haven't had any intercourse since february it's um what was it? it was like like first week of june Um, I'm not, I had taken a pregnancy back in February. It was negative. Like I had, I wasn't, um, thinking of any of that, like in a sense of me being pregnant. Why? Because I'm not having any sexual relationships with like, you know, anyone. So why would I be pregnant? So, uh, I ended up like, what was it? Yeah. Like I ended up calling her. I I told her, you know, what was going on. Um, and I told her what the doctor had said, and she was just like, you know, stay calm. She prayed. She was like, I'll keep you in prayers. Just keep me posted. If I can come visit you, just let me know. She was like, I'm here for you. And then I had told her like what she had said. And I told her like, you know, I wish I would have listened to you. Um, because like, it's true. Like you had said it and, and I was like, so blinded to see, like, you know, at least I would have had, uh, f- you know, a few days to prepare, like, even if it was just Sunday, but I was just like, okay, you know, let's just embrace this. Like, she prayed, she was like, I'm gonna keep you in prayer even after we get off the phone. So, as I'm getting off the phone with her, um, the doctor comes in and she was like, okay, like, I called them up, they'll be here in a few minutes. So, if you want to, um, you know, gather your stuff, and when I'm like All of this is going on as I'm on the phone with her and as I'm on the phone with, like, Jeremiah's dad. You know, talking to the... I'm still going through these contractions. Every four to five minutes, like, they're coming. I'm just breathing through them. I'm feeling the pain. But because everything, all of these emotions, like, my body was just in shock. Every I wasn't feeling the contractions as much because I'm just dealing with all these other emotions, all this other rush of, like, feelings and stuff. So, um like they come in they they uh they get me in a wheelchair they grab my belongings we take a little nice trip go upstairs um now they take me to uh just kind of like this checkup room i would say like it was one of those that had like the glass it looks like the, the er but it just looks like the er for um pregnant moms or something uh so it was they they got me in there they asked me to um to like change into the gown uh the doctor comes in like the nurses are asking me all the same questions they're all in shock and you know like everybody was just coming in and they're like oh my gosh like how do you not know um at this time nobody's telling me like this is a thing like, I just felt un- like I just felt like I was just unnormal because nobody's telling me like you know this occasionally happens or like there's a name for this it's called a cryptic pregnancy like nothing at all like nobody's giving me no type of sign like no type of oh you know this has happened before or I've heard of this person or that person except this one doctor which I'll get to that one um, after this part so like I changed into the gown um, like, the doctor comes in, and she was like, okay, let's measure, she was like, lay flat, they lay, like the bed flat, and she was like, let's just measure your stomach from the outside, so she brings out this measuring tape, it measured, like, 30, 37 or 30, she was like, oh, so you're at least, um, by the looks of it, like, 36, 37 weeks, and I'm like, huh, like, now I, like, start crying again, I'm like, how'd I go from a little over, um, you know, six months to 37 weeks, like, what is going on, oh my goodness, she was like, okay, you know, now that we see, like, 37 weeks, full-term baby, you're going through contractions, we have to check how far you have, um, dilated, and they were measure- they were going to measure, um, they were going to do another ultrasound, she had asked me if I wanted to know the gender, and then she said, um, they were gonna measure some part of his body. I can't remember exactly what um, part it was that's was gonna help them get a more accurate, um, like, measurement of how far along I was. So um, she's like, you know, she was like, oh, stay calm. Like I started crying again. She was like, oh, stay calm. She was like, my um, mother experienced this with my sister as well, where she went the entire um, pregnancy without knowing until the day that she went into labor. Um, and I'm like, okay, so this has happened before, but she never told me, like, you know, there's a name for it, it's called the cryptic pregnancy. Um, this, that, and the third, like, she just told me, like, I know some, like, my mother experienced it, you know, somebody close to her. So for her to tell me that, like, I'm like, okay, like, but like, it's still in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, 37 weeks pregnant, I went through no prenatal care, I went through like no appointments. Um, just like no checkups, uh, no ultrasounds, nothing like just, just living my best life. Honestly, at this point, living my life, like if there wasn't a full grown baby growing inside of me the entire time. So, um, they go ahead, they check and see like how far I had dilated. She's like, Oh, you're six centimeters already. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to call Jeremiah's dad. He has to come down here so like she did they do that they check um they check like one of his body parts or something she was like yeah it's looking like 37 weeks and five days or like 38 weeks and five days so you have a full-term baby you're six centimeters like you know you're an active labor um We got to get you out of this room and into labor and delivery. So, I'm like, dang, I'm about to move again. She's like, yeah, because you ain't having this baby in here today. She's like, we got to get her into labor and delivery. So, they were like, okay, we're going to get them. We're going to call them in, have them change, you know, set up your room. And sorry, I got quiet. I was listening to see if my baby woke up, but he didn't. I would have heard him. But anyway, um... They like, they were like, oh, you know, we got to change your room and whatnot. We got to get you upstairs, um, to labor and delivery. So they gave me some privacy. They were like, you know, if you're gonna make a phone call, whatever. If you wanna let Dad know, like, this is the time that he needs to come now because you are having this baby today. Like, when she said that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having a baby today. I have nothing like I thought I had some time I like it was just wow i i I don't have anything like that was what of like that's the one thing that I kept thinking about. I'm like, how am I supposed to take care of a child? I'm just gonna walk out this hospital with this baby and nothing at home like and at that time, like you would think, you know, oh, you have such little faith, like God has brought you through this entire process, and you know. He has, like, kept his baby healthy because Jeremiah was in there doing great. Like, the doctors were like, wow, like, he has a healthy heart rate. Like, he he looks good. Oh, let me tell you guys, he hid his gender, too. His legs was closed. He was not trying to move. Um, he definitely was already facing down, ready to just come home. Like he said, mom, I'm, I'm making my grand entrance today and I'm sorry that you didn't know I was here, but you're not about to know what gender I am either. Like you just going to have to catch everything by surprise when I enter the world. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, do you boo? Like (laughs) he didn't want to, um, open his legs at all. So it was just let's let's just get me upstairs see you know let me just make some phone calls so um i ended up um calling jeremiah's dad and i told him like hey you know here's the update like i'm six centimeters um you have to like leave work now i'm having this baby today like i need you here i can't do this alone like and i just i didn't want anybody else there like i just wanted him there anybody else that came was just a bonus because honestly like this was just such a shocking moment that like I just wanted it to be as intimate as possible um and like he ended up like okay like I'm he literally like this man is funny he just got up out this meeting and walked out of the building and tell nobody nothing until he made it to the hospital. Like, I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Like, I would have had to, like, when I left work that Thursday, like, I had to call my boss, let him know, like, hey, like, I have to go to the emergency room. I just can't. He was, like, offering to, like, drive me, and I'm like, nah, I got it. Like, you know, I just want to have my car there because they're going to give me medications, and then I'll just leave, and I'll be back at work tomorrow. You know, I don't want to, like, leave my car here at work. Um, I'm thinking I'm coming back to work tomorrow. <laughs> So um you know with that being said like he, they 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 moved me up to la- labor and delivery um you know I meet like the nurses that were going to be in there um during my labor uh they they get me comfortable they get me some ice um now like kind of like that adrenaline from all of the emotions like you know uh, Jeremiah's dad comes in, like all of that is just coming down. Um, they get me like hooked up to an IV. So now I'm feeling these contractions and they tearing me up. These contractions are about like three minutes apart now. Um and they're just like, oh my gosh, like now I'm starting to feel exhausted. Um, I'm starving because I didn't eat anything for the last like 24 hours. I barely have slept. If I've slept like an hour, it's crazy. Um and I'm feeling them just being more intense and I just like it. It was to the point where like I just I just can't anymore. Like I wanted to have like a like I'm making all these decisions like as as quickly as possible. Like you know am I breastfeeding and and like am I taking the epidural? Like all of these things are just in my head, and I'm like oh my gosh! Like I don't even have time to process any of this to think about like what I want to do or how I wanted to go about my delivery and stuff like that. Like I've heard so many stories of like people recommending to do this and that and like you know, I'm a very, like, re- like, I like to do my research, and I like to, like, when I go somewhere to do something, like, I like to know, like, if anybody knows me, knows I'm very, like, organized, and if it's, like, events or whatever the case is, like, I like to be, you know, organized and knowing what I'm doing, where I'm going, so, especially, like, when it comes to, like, trips or something, I'm that friend that already looked at where the restaurants are, what's the map out of the location that we're going to, what's nearby, where can we park, like, all of that stuff. And then I have the friends that are just like, here, I'll cash up to you, you know, like, I'm that, the the organizer. Like, my friends always tell me I'm the mom in the group because they'll... They'll say, oh, let's do this. And I've already, like, okay, so here's the dates. Here's how much, like, the stay will be. Here's how much, like, it's split up. Here's what we're going to do for, like, food. Here's some local, like, areas to look at. Like, I'm just that person. So because this was just, like, so shocking, I wasn't prepared. I didn't, like, go through anything. I don't have time to, like, I'm six centimeters. I don't even have time to, like, start researching stuff in the middle of these contractions. Um, I'm trying, like then that's like, that's when I ended up calling, um, my sister, which we weren't even on like speaking terms at the time, but I'm like, ain't nobody else I'm going to tell aside from like, you know, Jeremiah's father. And then like my pastor that I had called, I said, ain't nobody else I want to tell yet, except for my sisters, like my two sisters, because you know, I I've experienced it with them. They're newborn babies. Like those are my sisters. Those are like the, 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 people that I knew were going to be there immediately, no questions asked. So, um, and I don't mean like in a sense of like the baby, because I've had like a God, God has blessed me with support in every single direction. My families, my friends, um, members of the church, um, people from Jeremiah's, like, uh, dad's side of the family. Like I've just gotten support from everybody. But I mean, did my baby wake up? No, he has not. I'm sorry, guys, um, but, yeah, so like I've gotten support from him. I mean like support for me, like, um, uh, like mentally like reassuring me, um, you know, like, yeah, you might have gotten the news today, but like you got this, you're strong, you're a trooper, like you can have this baby we've done it we've survived like everybody's done it like you got this so i had like called my sister she was at work my mom's like i guess my sister had like um i had like i forgot what i had told her um but i just told her like i need you to call me as soon as possible or something because i had like texted her because like we weren't on speaking terms so um i believe like i think she had like my number blocked or whatever so i wrote her on facebook i did not care like i need my sister right now i don't care if we're on speaking terms or not Um, and she, she was like, oh, I'm at work right now. So my mom started blowing up my phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm not ready to tell my mom yet. Like, I haven't even prepared, like, you know, I'm thinking like I haven't prepared a speech to tell my mom. Like, how am I going to tell my mom? Hey mom, by the way, I'm having a baby today. Like, congratulations. Um, you know, you will be a new grandma. Like what? I I just wanted to tell like my sisters. So then my older sister started calling me and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I got to let her know. So like I had told her then my sister had called me and I had let her know and she was like what like and she just started like she got off of work and she started like just grabbing stuff and like she got me a car seat and she just started getting me things and um she was like just keep me posted like Um, She ended up like, I'm blocking my number. She was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry, you know, that you have to like experience this like this. And, you know, she just immediately hit gold mode and said like, she don't got nothing. We got to get her stuff. Like, so like she started doing that. My older sister started doing that. Um, And this is all before I even had like, you know, a baby, like they were just like before I even had the baby, before I knew the gender. So they were just focused on like, you know, what do you need to get this baby home? Once he's home or she, you know, because we didn't know at the time, we'll figure everything else out. So obviously, like, I needed a car seat, I needed, like, you know, an outfit, I needed some blankets, um, you know, just, like, what do I need to get him home that day? Or, like, you know, the next few days and whatnot. Um, so, like, I'm, like, telling them, I tell, you know, my sisters, I end up telling my mom, um. Then, like, one of my friends that worked at the uh, hospital came up to, like, visit me, um, and then, like, my best friend came right when I had agreed to um, get the epidural, because at this point, like, the pain's just overwhelming, I can't take it anymore, I just wanted to, like, just curl up in a ball. So I agreed to like get the epidural because I was like in between six, seven centimeters. Mind you, like two hours, like I would say like an hour had gone by. And I'm like, I'm only like almost seven centimeters. Like this is taking too long. I just can't anymore. Um. So I end up like getting the epidural. Uh, my best friend was there to like, you know. Like, help me with it, because you have to be in, like, a certain position. So, they end up putting the epidural the first time. Um, they wait about, like, 15, 20 minutes. They come in. They're like, oh, you feel this? It's, like, such a... I'm like, I feel everything. Like, I do not feel numb. What happened? Like, where did it go? Because um, it didn't work. So, they, they call, like, the 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 guy that had, like, did the epidural, and they're like, you know, it didn't work, she's still feeling the contractions, um, he's like, oh, so it must have, like, I don't know if he said it went to my blood, or went to my, what, I think he might have said, like, it went to to somewhere that it wasn't supposed to, so that's why I wasn't feeling the numbness, so they had to redo it again, position me up, you know, I had to breathe through the contractions without moving, because you can't move, you're crouched over, like, you gotta keep your spine, like, as straight as possible, um, like it was just it was crazy i had to just breathe through that get it the second time after that like it actually worked i started feeling numb immediately so um we went through like they they did that they laid me back down i'm like in la la line, like now so i'm not feeling any contractions but now it's it's just taking too long um And like his, they, they weren't, they had to end up, they they ended up putting like something on um, Jeremiah's head because they weren't able to like read his, um, heart rate at, at at one point. Um, any way that I laid, like he didn't like me laying to my left. He didn't like me laying to the right. Like I couldn't really lay on my back. I want, it was just crazy. It, It got to a point where I had to like lay with like, like on my stomach, and like crouch down in order to get like a heart rate from him so uh it ended up like you know I I got the epidural times going on um and they were saying like you know it's it's becoming hard to like get his heart rate um like the longer that we wait like um his oxygen also like started they getting low because of um you know him like trying to push out, but I wasn't at like I wasn't ready to push yet. I was only at seven centimeters by the time that they had checked again, and this was like maybe like you know, 30 to 45 minutes in. Uh they were like, you know, we can either wait it out, but it's gonna be very difficult because his oxygen keeps dropping, or we can just do a C-section, you know, like it's your choice. Do you wanna wait? But, like, I'm, like, do I, like, do I want to keep waiting? Like, my baby's oxygen is dropping. It's becoming difficult to, like, find his heart rate. I'm exhausted. Like, just get this baby out of me, please. Like, I'm just, I'm ready to get some sleep. Like, just just get the baby out. So, I ended up agreeing to the C-section. So, it's, like, 930 at night. They start prepping everything for, um, the C-section. And, um they like you know they were explaining everything they were gonna do they were like telling Jeremiah's dad like everything you know that he had to do be like uh, in regards to like gowning up you know about photography and stuff like that and you know we're like where we were going um so like they get me prepared you have to like take jewelry off and all of this stuff um then they get me into, like, they prepare the room. They get me into, like, the C-section room. This room is as bright as can be. Like, you got this blue curtain just, like, across, um, like, where um, the baby will be, like, delivered from. And then it's just, like, me on the other end with just my arms, like, laid out, like, stretched out. And then, um, like you would just see like my arms and my head. And then like, they had like a chair for, um, his dad to just sit there with me. Cause he couldn't be on the other side and stuff until they got the baby out. And let me tell you, so they set me up, they numb me down. I'm talking, all right, I'm already numb from the epidural. Now they really numb me down where I do not feel like, it just feels like jelly. Like they like moved me over to the bed when when it was just the epidural, and like I literally it just felt so weird having your body being moved, and you couldn't even like lift your leg or move it because you're just so numb with epidural and then when they give you more to like numb like from like 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 the entire uh I would say like my waist down and like and I don't know what else they had numbed to to have like the c section, but when I tell you like I didn't feel anything at all from my arms down like everything was just numb literally all I could do was move my arms and my head that's it so um like they they were like okay you know we're gonna get started or whatever I felt no like I didn't feel nothing all I felt was this random pressure of like them just pushing something out and then I just like hear his cry and then they like held them up and they're like all right dad like yell out the the gender, so he looks over and he's like, Oh, yeah, that's definitely a boy. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, all you hear him is crying. Like, I like, you know, I would like in that moment, like, prior to them even while they're, um, cause I didn't even feel them like doing, I didn't even know that they had already started cutting or any of that stuff. Like, I was just sitting there praying, Like, God, please let me have a healthy baby. You know, I really wanted to have like a regular labor, but I don't care if it's just a c section or not. Um, like just please let me have a healthy baby because i didn't go through any of the care for him um i just want him to come out like healthy like please let him just you know be be being be good like you took care of him this entire time like i know he will be good but like you just take control you take the wheel you've had this the wheel this entire time um and just continue because i'm just i'm just here and i'm ready for it like as much as i'm like shocked um i'm ready for it and i know that you're you're going to provide everything that i need to take care of this child um and then like you know he's he's out uh his dad like goes over he had like taken pictures then they took pay like i finally saw him they took pictures of us um and i'm like who light-skinned baby is this like (laughs) this boy was so light-skinned i'm like oh my gosh boy you look pale like I, you know, if anybody knows me, like, I'm I'm light-skinned, but I'm not, like, I got some color on me, and then, you know, his dad is dark-skinned, so I'm expecting to have, like, at least a brown baby, he came out super white, I'm like, oh my goodness, so, you know, they take him, they go ahead and do everything that they have to do, cut the umbilical cord and stuff, um, and I'm, like, done up, like, I need to go to sleep, I gave birth, I, like, I believe it was 10... 50 something 57 or something like that i can't even remember honestly um but yeah i gave birth at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) to my uh six pound baby and um i was just like love at first sight i was just so ready to carry my baby that's the one like downside about a c-section though like you know one if it's a vaginal delivery like they just slap your baby on your chest and like you have skin to skin immediately but like i just like i just wanted to hold my baby i wanted to just reassure him that he was okay because he was crying and stuff and i just i couldn't have like that moment because you know they're stitching me up taking out the placenta doing this that, and the third and and uh, you know cleaning him up and at that point like i was just exhausted I had to wait two hours, um, you know, I'm bleeding, like, I'm still laying in the bed, um, uh, they had put me, like, in a different room after, like, to get me out of the C-section room, they go ahead and they take him, and, you know, uh, washing him up and stuff, and I'm in this other room till about two in the morning, um, because I had to, they had to wait till, like, the, um, all of the numbness and, like, to like go away that I can start like feeling stuff, um, before they took me up to like the room where I would be, uh, they ended up putting, uh, Jeremiah in the NICU because, um, you know, like he, I forgot what it was exactly why they put him in the NICU. Oh yeah. His oxygen, his, when he was born, his oxygen was still low. Like he actually needed like an oxygen machine to help him with his breathing. Um, He ended up lasting in the NICU uh, six days. So I gave birth on a Thursday. Um, We ended up going home that following Wednesday the entire time he was in the NICU. Um, Oh wow, we're going into 40 minutes. So I am going to end this episode now. Um, Next episode, I don't want to call it, like, a part three because I pretty much just told the story now. But um, next episode will just be, like... The experience of being like a first time mom. So through the care in the hospital, we'll talk about that. Um, We'll talk about coming home with him. Um, We'll talk about like the appointments and stuff or just like everything that I did, you know, to like gather all his things together. Um, But let me just tell you, shout out to every single person that showed up and continues to show up for him my baby definitely just woke up. I hear him. So it is time for me to end this. Hey, he he did great 40 minute nap and he had just gotten up at 11. So that's great. Shout out to my baby. Um, but yeah, so, um, thank you so much. Oh, wow. I'm like starting now and I'm sorry as soon as I hear him like cry like I I just want to go and attend my baby so with that being said um thank you so much for your support um thank you to everyone that has like Reached out about episode one that has listened to it. Um, Here you go with episode two. I know a lot of people were asking me, like, we can't wait for episode two to hear more about it. So we'll get, you know, into like the actual motherhood experience for um, episode three. Thank you so much for your support. Um, continue to share it. Continue to just give me your feedback and anything else that you guys want me to talk about or just express in this podcast regarding like what I've talked about or any questions that you guys may have. Um, Um, you know, just let me know, like, you can write me in my Instagram. You can write me in our, uh, not another podcast, um, Instagram. That's actually the username. So you guys can search that, um, that Instagram up. My Instagram is X O Heidi, H E I D I I I. So three I's at the end underscore you guys can follow me on there you guys can reach out through there um my facebook is Heidi Gonzalez um and yeah so with that being said um you guys have a very blessed day and I will see you guys next week bye bye